Hey guys, welcome to episode number 99 of the Mad to Dollar podcast. Um, if you listened to last week's show, the 98th episode, you will have heard a preface that uh, was stating, hey, uh, you know, I recorded this episode right before the news came out about Disney Springs. Well, just so you know, 98 and 99 were kind of recorded close together. So when that news came out, it affected both of these episodes. So again, in this episode, I'm going to talk about not hearing a lot of Disney news. And we recorded that before Disney had announced that Disney Springs would be partially opening on May 20th. And also, something I didn't have last time, now I have it, they're not accepting any reservations for June, uh, the whole month of June. Which means the people that are there that are going in June so far have, have good reservations. They're all they're all ready to go. Um, they're still there. Uh, but you can't book anything brand new. Now, what does that mean? Don't know. I'm not going to speculate in this opening segment right here. But I did want to let you know this, that when I talk a little bit about uh, not hearing the news about anything other than Disney, again, we waited till Disney announced the news. They did. And so there you go. You can find stuff on magicandadollar.com. Of course, go to my Facebook page as well to hear more news as well. As it breaks, I will release it to you. So let's get on with the show. This show is a little off the beaten track. And it may be unexpected and surprising. So, taste it and enjoy. We've had the opportunity to meet and work with a lot of wonderful people. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Oh boy, here we go. Are you kidding me? Out of the gates, this is not happening. By the way, what title would you like? Mary Poppins, practically perfect in every way. I ain't like a pig. You are a pig. Oh. I almost forgot. That's why they call me Thumper. You're listening to the Magic on a Dollar podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Magic on a Dollar podcast. My name is David Dollar, and thank you so much for joining us once again. Folks, we have hit episode number 99. This is penultimate episode, can't even say the word, penultimate episode to 100. Now, 100 is a very special episode for the Magic on a Dollar podcast, not just because it's 100, which is a pretty big deal, but also because it will be the Magic on a Dollar's final episode as we know it. That's a very key phrase there to say as we know it. If you're on social media, you follow me on social media, you may have seen the teasers, you may have seen the sites, you may have seen the things I've been talking about. That's right, folks. After 100, we have a new podcast coming in. I'll get to more of that in just a minute. You can follow Magic on a Dollar Podcast on Spotify, on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, on all those podcast-type places. Go to magiconadollar.com, click on the podcast tab, and see the show notes for all the shows. So those are all there as well. And so you can kind of hear the shows, hear the old shows, hear the new shows, and, of course, go and just download them if you want to. And why wouldn't you? You want to go back and listen to all the other shows, right? So you're thinking to yourself, Dave, why are you telling me to go download all these episodes? Why are you telling me to, to subscribe if you're going to be ending the show next week? What the heck? I do have a reason for that, and we'll get to that in a few minutes. We'll talk about that towards the end of the show, but first, coming up, uh, coming up right now, actually, my friend Jennifer Kaufman comes on. She's a writer. She's a blogger. She's a, a mom, a wife uh, of a family that goes to Disney World all the time. They go on cruises. They've been around the world to different parks, and so they've got a lot of Disney under their belt, and uh, she used to have a podcast of her very own. Doesn't do that much anymore, uh, which is unfortunate because she's got a great voice. Love Kaufman's voice. I actually like her voice more than I like her. I'll be honest with you. She knows this. So this is the end of the Senses series. We have gone through all five senses now. The first was over with the the sights of Walt Disney World. We talked to my friends Hi-Ho Sarah. We talked about the smell of Walt Disney World with Upon a Star Jen, the feel of Walt Disney World, the tangible touch of Walt Disney World with Travel Matt. We talked about the taste of Walt Disney World with my friend Terry Weaver, uh, author, speaker, writer, and all that good stuff. He's a good guy. Over two episodes, we talked about food for two stinking episodes, and I was so hungry, and I'm hungry thinking about it now. I, w- I want an ice cream Mickey bar. That's that's all I can tell you. I want a Mickey bar. Uh, and today we're going to talk about the sound of Walt Disney World, those distinctive sounds, not just the music, but the sounds of Walt Disney World, the chimes and the whistles and the bells and the narrations and the sound bites and the things you hear, the, the stuff that you probably know all about, and maybe some stuff that you hadn't thought of or hadn't even thought about being there, uh, but it's there. And once you hear it, you'll go, oh, yeah, I remember that. And we'll make you miss Walt Disney World all the more, all the more, which is unfortunate. Uh, now, don't forget... As we head into this this final stretch of the last two episodes of the Magic on a Dollar podcast, i got to tell you, uh, don't forget that no news from Disney means there's no news from Disney. 
Uh, be careful about whatever, you know, www.magicnewswaltdailyweeklypodcastworldtoday.comnet.org that you listen to because sometimes they're right and sometimes they're wrong. Just remember, everything that comes from Disney is what Disney wants you to know. Uh, just remember... <clears throat> Just remember, unless it comes directly from Disney, it's not certain. Now, sometimes they have inside tracks to things. Sometimes they know things. Other times they don't, and they're wildly off base. And I'm not talking about one site in particular. I don't want anybody to think I'm picking on a site because all sites do this, speculate to a point. I speculate to a point. I'm just quick to point out that I'm speculating, and I don't have the the knowledge. I don't know anything other than just what I think might happen. Uh, So just to keep in mind that, you know, unless you hear it from Disney, it's not completely accurate and I don't want you to base everything on what you might hear from some random website, this and that and the other. No matter how accurate they they seem to be, you never know. You just never know. So just had to kind of take it with a grain of salt, and I guess you could probably take that with all news as well. So let's go ahead and get on over to Jennifer Coffin as we're talking about the sound of Walt Disney World. Well, hello, Miss Jennifer Coffin up in Ohio. How are you? I'm doing well. It's sunny here today. So how are it's, you? <laughs> it's good. It's it's nice and sunny here too. It's, it was like 60 degrees outside this morning. It's warmed up a little bit. Is it still, is it cool for you guys too or staying cool? Um, yes. 60 is like our high today. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gotcha. yeah, yes, but it had been really cold. I, I went for a walk a few days ago and mm-hmm. had to wear gloves. So I, I'll take the sunshine Yes. to start. Yes, it's nice. Now, we haven't had you on in a while, so there may be people who – I'm so used to having you on the newscast and talking to you infrequently here and there, like once a week, every now – you know, for the, like, the last what, four or five years. Three, ki- and three kids, husband, family, you go to Disney World a lot. You're, you were a former Disney World blogger. You still do some Disney blogging and stuff, and I know you kind of right. – you know, you do a lot of Disney stuff on your website, which is – is it still the Delightful Life, or do you use another – Yes, site? yeah, yeah, it's still all at Delightful.life yep. yes. when, I, when I update things. Got a lot of great stuff on there, especially for families going to Disney World. And uh, how long is when? When was the last time you were at Disney World? Oh gosh, well we had a trip planned three days after they closed, so that would have been the last time. But um, that didn't happen, obviously. Right. So uh, Christmas before Christmas, November, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Do you have another trip planned for the future, or are you just kind of waiting everything out to see what happens? No, as we're going to be there the day it opens, if we can. The yeah. the then like i mean all their camps keep getting canceled so i'm like well at least it opens up time for us to go to the park so well what, what i figured out and i figured this out two weeks ago and i called it and people were like are you they don't they didn't know if i was being right or not but i knew i was right two weeks ago they announced that disney world would would definitely remain closed through the 16th of may mm-hmm. and then last wednesday they announced that disney world would remain closed through the 23rd well yesterday which this is being recorded the week before you're hearing it um yesterday they announced that disney world will be closed through may 30th so every wednesday and i actually have a confirmation yeah. on it this morning every wednesday they're announcing another week yep. so if yep. we can get through next wednesday with no closures fingers crossed because uh, mine's the first week of june i have a trip the first week of june that's what i'm planning to hopefully so hey we could see you there um yeah i i think you're probably right with parks i gave up i had the exact same notice we had a Disney cruise plan for the end of June, early July. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one in a long time that we've been planning for like two years straight. Like we, I mean, it was a really, we booked it really early. It's a special itinerary heard on the earnest call recently that Bob said that the ships won't be up obviously for a few months. So they still, every Monday they update the cruise line website mm-hmm. with like another week or two, but it's, right. yeah, it's not accurate at this point. So yeah. I think you're probably right about the parks, but yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it only makes sense because when they announced, because I know Universal had said through May 31st, they said that like th- several weeks ago. When, when Disney, Disney said indef- uh, indefinitely. Until, yeah. until further notice, which gave them yeah. the freedom to say whenever. And, right. uh, you know, they said specifically May 16th. And I'm like, well, this is good because they could have easily said through June or through May 31st or through June 30th or right. whatever. Or now still indefinitely. Going, right. Now they're going week by week, which is yeah. to me a lot better because now they have a closure. Um, now, I don't know, again, when this drops, I, this may have changed, but CityWalk was, was preparing to open on May 11th. And uh, so we're hoping that happens because it's a step. It's a first step. I know Shanghai Disney is also reopening very, very, very soon, which different parts. Also the 11th, I think. Different different countries, obviously, so you can't read too much into it. But at the same time, it's a a start. It's something positive, which is nice. Yes. So so we are going to go and look and, or I guess listen to, rather than look, at the sounds of Disney World. We've been talking about the senses senses over the last several weeks. We've talked about the feel and the smell and the the taste of Walt Disney World, two hours of talking about food, which was crazy. <laughs> which um, still probably just barely scratched. Oh, the just barely scratched. <laughs> yeah. I was so yeah. hungry. After That's listening a hard back, one. Listening back to that, I'm like, I'm so hungry. I want a Dole Whip <laughs> so bad right now, or I want a Cheerio so bad. Right now. Yes. Um, 
The one thing we haven't done, and this is the end of the series, is the sounds of Walt Disney World. Now, I don't necessarily mean the music, because there's great music in Walt Disney World, and I'm Mm -hmm. sure that will come up as well. But there are just things that you hear, little five-second annotations or like a 20-second speech or something like that. And and I I hate to say that it makes you know you're in Disney World, because obviously you know you're in Disney World. You you paid for (laughs) it. I hope you do. Your bank account's out a couple thousand dollars, so you know you're in Disney World. But at the same time, it's that feeling of like, I'm home. It's just yes, familiar. Or you exactly hear it. it, you hear something like it in the wild and maybe in your own hometown or whatever, and you're like, oh, that reminds me of, you know. Um, and we'll start with the Magic Kingdom because it's one of the one of, one of the best. And then one of the first sounds you hear, and I just wrote a couple down here, but one of the first sounds you hear is the train whistle. Yes. As you're coming up. Uh, and actually, maybe even before the train whistle is the sound of the Magic Band post. I have that one as well, you yeah. Put your Magic <laughs> Band on there. You know, it makes a little chimey sound, and it's just, and it's something you don't even think about until you think Magic Band sound. Oh yeah, and you know it. it. If you, yes. if you heard it in the wild, you'd know exactly what it was. And I also added, like, um, I think when they first launched the Magic Band 2.0, which has been a while now, I was at um, the Destination D kind of off-year Disney D23 Expo. Mm-hmm event and um they announced the 2.0 and gave everyone these jungle cruise themed ones and now of course you can buy all the specialty uh magic bands and so many of those have different sounds which is fun like the regular chime makes you feel comfortable and like your home and then every now and then you have a either a dvc extra chime or a um jungle cruise or star wars um whatever it would be darth vader breathing i think is one of them but um the lights like it differently and the sounds are a little different and it's always a nice little surprise too yeah i don't think i have any bands that make any different noises i know that you were you brought us home the the, the 40th anniversary of the star wars bands and um didn't make any special noises it oh just made a i have a thing, friend so. who's well also i think sometimes that I mean, each individual stanchion or whatever is not on mm. like, because we'll have the DVC ones used to say, welcome home. And now it's rare that they do that. Um, but I have a friend who has Darth Vader one and it had, it lit up red instead of blue and green and whatever other color the magic band's going to light up. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and then it made a noise, but I don't remember what it was. So I don't know. I, maybe it's always a surprise. It's just complete. It's like a slot machine. Well, it's I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping your cast member is aware of that because I can imagine that, that red light pops up, depending on your cast member. Right. Would be Sorry, very confused. <laughs> yes. Why yeah. is your magic band breathing? I'm confused. Yes. So, and yeah. of course the train whistle. So you walk through the gateway and there's the train whistle, tramming coming up and the big, the big whistle yeah. and everything. And, and just, it's, it's that sound of like, this is, it, it's home basically yeah. it's it sets it up as in you're you're in the old hometown walt disney uh marceline missouri which is of course main street and it's just old-fashioned train which you don't yeah. get a lot usually when you hear a train whistle it's a big cargo train with 110 cars full of coal and lumber you don't really see a whole no lot of bell, like, passenger train. Yeah. yes yeah. you know liberty bell going through there um you know going through the uh Going through Main Street and everything, you the sorcerers of uh, sorcerers of the uh, the Magic Kingdom. The, yes, the, the my card kids game. love that. You know, a lot of those have different noises and sounds and things like that, and uh, just this this ambiance of noise as you're walking mm-hmm. down Main Street is just so great. It is so great. To tack onto the train, I also specifically thought of the um, just the announcing the voice that talks about the Grand Circle Tour of the Magic Kingdom or of mm-hmm. Disneyland. My son's um, room when he was Disney Railroad and a. Um, every time I'd see a poster that said that I could just hear that voice in my head. So just the, um, it is sort of like the soundtrack to the ride, but not the music part of it, even just the announcer voice of the, the grand circle tour is always really nice. So let's get to some of the rides. I know every ride is going to have their own noises. Obviously just the operation of the ride itself is going to make noise and things, but you know, there's certain rides that have lines, have sounds. Haunted Mansion is a great example. Mm -hmm. There are sounds all the way through it from the howling you get when you walk up to the, and, one of my favorites, probably one of my top five favorite sounds in all the parks is, is uh, as you're ending Haunted Mansion, is it's coming out at the end. You have the, little, the bride up there with the axe. Uh-huh. Hurry, Hurry back. back. Yep. Hurry back. Hurry back. Be sure to bring your death certificate. Be sure to bring your, pause, death certificate. That's exactly. It's yep. so great. Yep. So much fun. Very good. Yeah. You know, I actually hadn't even really got to rides as much as other stuff, but I, before we get Haunted Mansion's a great one, obviously the queue is, um, I think it just adds to that. I mean, everything's eerie, all the sounds you'd expect to hear, like, um, you know, birds and screams and creaks, and they do such a great job with that. Um, but I also thought a couple more Main Street before we get it. Oh yeah. Please, lands. Please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, about the windows on Main Street. And of course, I'm sure you've heard about the, um, 
some of the windows have famous Imagineers or people's names mm -hmm. on them. And yep. some are usually themed to what that person did. Well, down one of the side streets, I don't, was it Center Street? I might be making that up. I don't know the name of the street. Um, I maybe doesn't have a name and I'm completely making it up. Um, to the right, like when you go in, you're looking at Cinderella Castle to the right, there's um, music lessons and you can hear there's a window that says music lessons and you can sit back there in the little alley and hear the music lesson, somebody singing and the teacher or them playing an instrument, um, which is really cool. And I, I vaguely remember there was like a dental visit one as well, but um, like you hear the sounds of dental work, but so that's really cool. So those are like off in the corner mm -hmm. and um, just I, probably something that people walk right by. And I don't think maybe, I even knew that actually about yeah, that. You'll have to go down there. You'll have so to go down there. Well, one of the ones that I know that people don't know about either is in the very, very beginning of Main Street, and I forget the name of the shop or whatever, but there is an old style phone. There's an old style yes. phone hanging on the wall. Yes. And if you pick the that phone shop. up, listen to it, the hat shop, yeah, pick the yeah. phone up, you're going to hear, you're going to hear Party Line. Keep your phone shut. I don't want this all over town. All right, now, the rest of you on this Party Line, you can all hang up now. I'm only calling the Dingling store. There won't be anything you can gossip about now. For those of you, uh, you know, Generation Z who have no idea what a party line actually is. Or millennials. Uh, I learned at that shop, by the well, way. Well, there you go. Back in the day, they had, like, party lines. You could basically pick up the phone and, like, hear a whole bunch of conversations is the way the phone system was set up. And, and I don't want to get into specifics of, because I don't know exactly how it works, but I know that's what it was. Yeah. And you will hear, you know, because they had switchboards. You'd call, in 1955, yeah. you'd call somebody and be like, hey, can you connect me to so-and-so, so-and-so down the street? And you had somebody connecting people. And you can yeah. hear that on that phone. It's just kind of random and kind yeah, of Yeah, that's fun. a great one I'd so, forgotten about. So That's yeah, right. uh, mentioned Haunted Mansion, um, you know, just the sound of uh, Big Thunder, just the sound of the train going through, I mean, rolling through because it has a very distinctive like train track sound going through it, um, you know, and, and as you're walking through uh, Frontierland, you hear Splash Mountain and not just the water, but the screams of the people yep, coming down yeah. because a lot of, I mean, a lot of the coasters have big hills and everything that everybody goes down, but at Splash Mountain, that hill is front and center. It's right there mm -hmm. in front of you as you're walking by. There's the hill, there's the ride, there's the screams, and it's just, it's fantastic. Yes, very good. And right near there, another one is, and this one I didn't have a probably because it makes me jump. Um, is the whatever whistle I guess you call it the whistle of the Liberty Bell that's so loud when you're walking through Frontier. <laughs> yes, my kids and I more than once have just been completely scared out of our minds when it, it we see the boat. Obviously, you're right by it, you can't miss it, but you just don't think of it coming, and it is. It's loud. So that's something that's noteworthy. I don't know that I love it, but it's, it's loud. It's, you can hear it around. I mean, it's yeah. one of those, if you're not expecting it, it's like, whoa, what, what was that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big loud sound. Uh, you know, frontier land, adventure land, of course, you've got pirates and all the piratey mm -hmm. sounds and the music and everything. And then uh, jungle cruise, the skipper doing all the, the, the jokes and things like that. Which and the cue for yes, the jungle the cue is, is fun. so much fun with the well, radio the broadcast. Yeah. The radio broadcast overhead narration, which is great. Yeah. I think Tomorrowland has a lot of sound too, because it's very, you know, very, retro futuristic mm -hmm. you know everything from um everything from the carousel of progress and that whole narration there to buzz Lightyear, you're hearing buzz and zerg go back and forth as you're in the queue and and such and and so people mover is also a great source of disney's sound of because clips. as the narration goes through it does it gives you clips of everything going mm -hmm. on including which i don't know if now the stitch's great escape is gone i don't know if they have that in the i don't think they have that in the narration anymore where it like he talks Kinda. about Stitch and escaping and you hear Stitch going, I don't think so. Yeah. And, you know. I bet it's gone. I imagine. So, um, so what's some of the, what, what is some of the music that you like in Magic Kingdom? Some of your favorite, maybe ride tunes or just ambiance musical tune sounds. Yeah. That's a great segue. Cause obviously the first thing with sounds is the background music that mm -hmm. throughout all of Walt Disney world is so remarkable. And even things like, I remember going to the Christmas party one of the first times and hearing how they have even Christmas music that changes genres. As you go through different lands, you have like, you know, electric electronic music in Tomorrowland and country and Frontierland, And um, they obviously put so much thought into that, but Tomorrowland and Epcot have some of my favorite background music. Mm -hmm. um, and also we're just in Tomorrowland. I'm a big sucker for Sunny Eclipse and his songs not just I mean it's cheesy and I usually hate that kind of humor or lack thereof but I think it's just charming to have him sitting in there in the restaurant with you like permanently on on his longest set ever and um it's such a nice surprise I think when you go in and there's this alien singing to you in the middle of a quick service restaurant in Tomorrowland so it reminds me and I'm old enough to remember this and I don't know if you remember this or not but it, the first time I saw Sunny Eclipse I was probably in college when I really it went to the Magic Kingdom where I could remember it and this was well past when this happened but McDonald's used to have this series of commercials called Mac Tonight and you had this moon okay. 
this this guy dressed as a, as a as a crescent moon sitting at a piano playing and it was this takeoff of mac the knife the song from the bobby yes. darren song from the 60s yes. and you know the guy with the, the moon it's a good time for a great taste dinner So when I see that, and then I it's see the funny. sunny eclipse, obviously he's not a moon, <laughs> but it's the whole concept, the whole same thing. Yes, That's all I yeah. think about is like, it's Mac tonight. Uh, That's funny. So, I was not aware of that, but I will have to yeah. check it out. And check it on YouTube. It's really just yeah. a silly, like, it's going to be grainy and goofy. And it's just, That's funny, I didn't though. know Mac the Knife was actually a song. You know, it was 12 when this commercial came out. This is the late 80s. And I think they were trying to do something with, with Big Macs, making them more proper whatever but <laughs> that finally McDonald's funny. is like it's a Big Mac who cares whatever right. so, that so is that, anything else in Magic Kingdom before we, before we park oh I mean hop? I'm sure there are some but no not specifically we can park let's, hop I'm ready let's hop over to uh, Hollywood Studios we'll go to Hollywood right? Studios next yeah. and of course walk in you know a lot of background music the old the old music and everything mm-hmm. from the, the old Hollywood music and stuff they, Hooray for Hollywood is great you hear the screams from the Tower of Terror which is that, awesome yep. which is a lot of fun it's kind of like Splash Mountain you hear the, the, the drop is right there in front of you so you hear the screams there and um, one of the most distinctive sounds though that I came up with in Hollywood Studios is the Star Wars chime and yes. I don't know in Star yep. Tours, Star Tours, and we can all hear it in our heads. Yes, <laughs> yes. Head, yeah. And the reason, the reason I remember this, and I and I have not been. Have you been on the Skyway yet? Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe you can clear this up because I don't know for sure. But when we're watching videos at home, my my kid watches uh, YouTube videos of Skyway and buses and transportation, whatever. So I hear it in the background. And they play in the Skyway a very similar chime to the Star Wars chime. And I kept looking around going, that's Star Tours. That's ah. that doo-doo-doo kind of sound. Yeah. Uh, and for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, in Star Tours in the queue, they do this series of announcements because you're boarding a Star Speeder to go across the galaxy. And they do a series of announcements of, you know, now boarding this and here's, you know, safety information, blah, blah, blah. And in each one, they play this... <laughs> Like it's breaking the like separating the videos, and it's just I hear that I hear that sound on the yeah. skyway, and I'm kind of curious if it's actually yeah. on the skyway. Um, I'm trying to remember it. the Skyliner was definitely open the last time we went, so maybe I was there for a a weekend since. But um, they I don't remember that at all. I'll have to I'll have to listen for that again. But well, and maybe not. And I only hear the YouTube video. Right, I don't actually yeah. watch it because I'm too busy working. And so, but the yeah. Star Wars chime is definitely something that like comes yes. to mind immediately because yeah. I love the Star Wars chime. And that thank you for writing Star Tours. Bye bye. That like yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly That's with a big bone on but... the side of her head. Yes. <laughs> Which, by the way, and and this confused me for a while. Her name is Jennifer Lewis. And the woman who who did Mama Odie in Princess and the Frog and has some other stuff, or whatever, is also named Jennifer Lewis. For the longest time, I thought it was the same person. It's yeah, that would the same be person. weird. That would be not the same. Hard person. to reconcile. The <laughs> ages didn't line up. I'm like, this doesn't make any and sense. And just the voice, I'd be like, know, yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, apparently one is very famous. She's a Disney legend, and the other, I can't find out what happened to her. People Who don't knows? know what happened to her. But that's anyway, funny. so that's Star Tours. You know, obviously there are lots of noises as you walk through Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and Toy Story Land. I don't. Like, I feel like the lands are too new for me to have walked through them so many times that I hear the noises now. Like, I can tell you exactly what I'm hearing. Obviously, yeah. I know what Star Wars sounds like, sounds like, and I can hear Woody and Buzz, but nothing has really sunk in yet for me of, like, right. I know what that is, you know? Yeah, except I will say that the cantina music in Galaxy's Edge, it, it, they did a really great job of capturing, like, the original cantina band mm-hmm. kind of feel, which was kind of cool. Um, I agree. I had, had this... Um, the lands, it is more of an attraction thing for me on at, at Hollywood Studios. I the, You talked about the Tower of Terror screams. I think the difference, too, in that from Splash Mountain is that you don't see, you see the drop, you see the boat on Splash Mountain, and right. you know that it's coming. You could time it even, you could pretend it was there if it, even if it wasn't. But in Star Tours, you're on Sunset Boulevard, and the windows just open right as everyone's screaming. And so it's kind of a surprise at that point. Um, the only other one I had for Hollywood Studios specifically actually doesn't exist anymore, but we could not talk about a sounds of Walt Disney world episode without talking about sounds dangerous with Drew Carey and, (laughs) and the Foley exhibit that was after it. So this is like the epitome of Disney sounds. There's, if you weren't there, there's a, um, it looked like it was going to be a video attraction that you were going to watch. And then of course something went awry and the lights went out. And so you had these headphones on and you just basically had to hear him Mm -hmm. walking around doing whatever he was doing. So that was obviously based on sound, which I thought was a fun little attraction, but it was gone quite a while ago. And then right after the attraction, the post show, if you will, had these, you know, um, different ways that, Disney artists make sound effects in movies and you got to try to time up the fully sound effects with the 
video that you were watching, like with the cartoon you were watching. So um, I thought that was really cool to learn how a lot of the really familiar movie sounds and cartoon sounds are made and then get to try to replicate that some. So that was like a whole building about sound and it's gone. <laughs> now I know, I knew it sounds dangerous cause I had gone to sounds dangerous. Uh, I remember that, I guess our honeymoon maybe. And then, uh, and then after that, I want to say that, uh, and I don't, and, and maybe this is a different building. You probably can correct me on this. There was also a who wants to be a millionaire attraction there at, at Hollywood studios. And I remember that because we didn't know how the, because they had the numbers on the, and I don't think it was where the idol theater is now. Cause I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it was like the frozen. I, if it was, because I feel like an idol than frozen. I don't know. I never saw the who wants to be millionaire. I never went in cause I didn't like the show and I right. thought it would just make me mad. Well, I, feel <laughs> like, I feel like they were the same theater because I remember okay. there were, but I was confused cause there were, there were buttons on your, your armrest because you yeah. had to answer questions. Yes. Whoever answered yeah. the fastest got to go down to the front <laughs> and, and play who wants to be in there. And we didn't understand how the buttons worked. We got in there a few minutes late and I missed our chance. Cause I knew like all the questions and I'm like, yeah. we should have, I should have won a hundred dollars for this. But I remember that. And I do remember it sounds dangerous because the life were all out and it was just you know i don't know how long it lasted that's one of those old school you know Disney it was a long time ago yeah <laughs> long 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 time ago um you know and, and of course hollywood studios also does have that ambiance as well and and um you know i oh, love the, walking oh, through go ahead, go ahead. another one the rope at, outside of indiana jones is that yes. still there yes when you don't the sign says don't pull the rope and you pull the rope and then there's sound effects after that i'd forgotten about that one well it says don't pull the rope but i believe no it says do not pull the rope but the knot right. is crossed out Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, people, so actually, it does say do pull the rope. Okay, um, gotcha. Yeah. I mean, everyone did anyway. So. Yeah, people don't pull it because, you know. Um, but I love the ambiance that, that's that's uh, there. And I also, the um, uh, the one man's dream narration, of course, is great. Yes. Walking through Everything about sounds. that attraction is great. I hope they never get rid of that. Um, I know. I kind of feel like that's something that's very easy to keep and it's a historical part. And I don't know that they would. I also I feel know. like it's easy to get rid of. You never yes. know. I feel like you never know. Yeah. I hope they don't either. Yeah. So One Man's Dream is, is, is amazing and it helps the, the young folk out there know who Walt Disney was because they need yes. to. They need to. Yes. So let's tour over to, of course, uh, let's go to Animal Kingdom, which is your right. favorite park. It's one. I, it depends on the day, but yeah. Yes. Well, it's, it's like my favorite me. part. Like I have a favorite kid. Like, like, like me. Really. You love all the parks equally, but you like one better than the other on certain days. And I get that. Uh, yes. So, yeah. yeah. That's kind of how I think that I, I think that Animal Kingdom, I have to like especially before Pandora, I had to fight for. That's mm -hmm. why it became maybe more. I felt like it was the <laughs> underdog that I had to root for. And it may still be, but mm -hmm. I well, do the, love it. The first sound I think of when it comes to Animal Kingdom, and this is also a part that's not there anymore, uh, is, and any Disney fan will know when I say this, Simba 1, Simba 1. Yeah. Can you come in? Can you hear me? Simba 1. Ah, Simba 1, come in. Ah. Right here, Wilson. Ah. Just wanted to let you know that my ground patrol has seen a lot of elephant activity near the red place. That entire elephant storyline is ridiculous and yes. was ridiculous. And, you know, it's been gone a long time now, several years now, but that was a, Kil a Kilimanjaro safaris when you, when the storyline was you had to go rescue a baby elephant from the poachers. And mm -hmm. so Symbol One was the bus that you were on. Somehow we always got on Symbol One. I don't know how that happened. Every time I know. And Me that too. dumb elephant got lost every single time I was riding the ride. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if you know the history of that attraction, uh, but basically the original ending of that attraction they were the guests were going to come up into a slaughtered elephant. Yeah, and, much darker. Yeah, much much darker. And guests were like horrified, and I don't know who thought that was a good idea at Disney. <laughs> hey kids, look! <laughs> Pretty much, they were like, "That's a, that's a dead elephant." It was just yes. you know, so uh, the dangers of poaching. And I'm I'm kind of glad now it's all about the animals and not a storyline. Yeah, on poaching. but that that um, narration and soundtrack had one of my favorite Disney park songs ever. That I don't know how to say it. The Hapa Duniani, like um, mm -hmm. right when you're going, it's she tunes into the radio at one point, and there's just yes. like half of a song. And I like tracked that down a long time ago because I I absolutely love it, and it's. Um, it still reminds me so much of the park, but I don't think you can hear it any. I think you can hear it sometimes. I think that because uh, they do play the, the, the radio, well, I guess when they're. I don't remember which part of the attraction okay. they do it on, but they do play the radio. Last time I was there, I think I think gotcha. I remember it, yeah. but I've been on it so many times. My memory yeah. of it might be all squashed together about what's yeah. there and what's not yeah. there. Um, but really, my, my problem with Animal Kingdom is that I – now, this is not a problem at all, but like all I think of is the music. All I can think of is the bands that are playing in mm -hmm. Africa, which – 
I think they've taken those bands out, unfortunately. Darn you, Bob Chapik. Um, but, uh, you know, the bands are playing in Africa and the Finding Nemo music that yeah. plays over there. Oh, and All of those you know, I love, songs. love the soundtrack to Finding Nemo the musical. Yes, and so it's good. one of those overlooked attractions that I think people don't go to because they love, like, I like it better than Festival of Lion King. Festival of Lion King I love okay, both, but, but yeah. <laughs> I think Finding Nemo is long, and so people yeah. just assume it's not going to be worth it. Oh, it's yeah. one of the most beautiful shows I've ever seen there, though, at any of the parks. But yeah, so um, you know, and over, of course, you hear the the train in Everest and everything. And there's really, you know, you hear the the reports as you're walking through. You can hear the kind of the, the narration overhead about mm-hmm. the about Everest and about the Yeti and such. Uh, but really, Animal Kingdom to me is more just music than anything else. That's really all I can come up with. And like you said, a lot of um, a lot of live elements that are obviously different every time they had the carnival and like different little festival street party things that come and go um the only other thing i thought of because i had very few for animal kingdom as well is the um and honestly this is something that i've heard more about than actually heard but in pandora especially in like the um walkways where you transition into pandora from Mm -hmm. say the festival lanking area um you can get a good uh mix of animal noises and then at night there's different animals like kind of what Mm -hmm. you would hear so that changes i'm not sure i've really experienced that as much as one could but it's something i'm going to look for next time i'm there because i know that's uh i heard i guess on a different podcast maybe a long time ago or maybe it was uh, an interview with somebody that that was something they put a ton of thought into like what animals would be out right now and then when it's dusk like what animals kind of come out then and start taking over the sound landscape right. so i'll have to check that out but it's it's quarantine because you know when you say a long time ago it could be yesterday we don't yes. know <laughs> we yes. don't know Four anymore or five years i have no idea <laughs> we don't know it's I like oh i remember three years ago no wait that was last week it's one of my yes. favorite stephen wright jokes it's just yes that's, that's very appropriate right about now um, and i think he does it again later right he reverses it and he was like last week i was wait never mind because he does that so yeah. much where he'll like oh, yeah. flop his own joke halfway my down the favorite album. stand-up comedian stephen wright Me i too. loved him for so, so many years so many years uh so let's go to epcot and epcot is gonna be yes. fun because i feel like there's a lot in this is epcot. where all mine came from at first um, yeah. and it's funny because i, I was sitting, sitting with my wife steph uh which is you know, the best friend you've ever met yes. um we were sitting there together and i was talking to her at the table today and we were talking about this episode and the, the sounds of walt disney world and I, I like to ask her these questions what are your favorite you know whatever we're talking about and, and um she was telling me i like this and this and whatever and i mentioned and i mentioned that i love the beginning of illuminations and of course she looks yes. at me and she's like Yes, and then she starts going. Boom. But even before boom. that, we oh pulls yeah, out the can. Pulls oh out yeah, the, the candles. Torches. All of it is so. You good. hear the. you hear the wow da, 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 yes. da, da, da. oh my gosh i love that, that, that might so that could be in contention for my favorite sound at walt disney world Just and i know it's minute. gone now which makes me sad i haven't been able to see epcot forever and i know that's no. the, the, the stand-in until the new one comes in and i get it we wanted to you know we wanted to, to move forward i understand but I love that music. I love that sound. So. it was such a really like that stark beginning was so powerful you're right that's a good one and I love, I think Epcot to me has the best background ambient noise. Yes, for in sure. Any park well, and music, all. yeah. And music, music yeah. yeah, for sure. I agree. Um, like walking into interventions, and I don't know that they're going to have this anymore because interventions has kind of gone away, but that whole do, 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 it's so distinguishable. Yes. I think it's called Behind the Waterfall or Beyond the Waterfall. I don't know. I've listened to way too many background loop. I listen for hours. That's what I used to do all the time. I would just listen for hours of background, park background music. And sometimes it would have names and other times you'd have to do exactly what you just did and like hum it or whistle it and know what you're talking about. But it is the best. It's so good. Um, You also hear bits and pieces of old attraction songs. And yeah, Mm -hmm. I think the background music at Epcot is the best for sure. 
Now, I don't know a lot of the old attraction songs. My wife, could, Stephanie, could tell you about Food Rocks and Horizons mm-hmm. and Body Wars and Cranium Command and all of that. She loved all of those. She's been going you would have loved like Cranium every year. Command. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I've seen the videos and they look fantastic. Um, I would love to go. I would love to have ridden those rides before. But uh, uh, she could tell you all of those old tunes, old tunes because she went, she went all her life, you know, and I didn't yeah. really start going really until 2004, 2005 on a regular That's basis. That's about when I started going um, as well. Yeah. Um, like um, Kitchen Cabaret just mm-hmm. kind of picked up over listening like you've done with YouTube videos or listening to old music stations or something but yeah they feel familiar even though I never saw them <laughs> right well and some of the sounds too that I was thinking of in Epcot like the the cars and test track as you're walking just, by yeah you, yeah you hear the you know the big sound of the room as you're going by and yeah you know, just, just all of it I love the Epcot when it comes to sound I think Epcot is my favorite park because yes, there's so sure. much around you it's so great it's it's yes that's the one I think feels most um I don't know. I guess, yeah, in a way, but also like, there's just so much, there's so many different things that do that. Like the, the sound of the test track cars, I never would have thought of, but when they're not running, you notice the absence of them for sure. Um, and then in that same area, there are the jammeters, which I think they're still around, but like they used to play a lot more and they, you know, come out and they have all their trash cans that they bang on. That is one of my earliest, I guess I, 2005 was the first time I went back to Disney world. Um, I went for a little bit on my honeymoon and then after that, but before that I went one time to, um, just the magic kingdom in Epcot in, I guess, 99 or 2000. And I remember the jammers then too. They were just like this, um, they're just so much fun to, they interact with the kids a lot. And, mm-hmm. um, it's sort of blue man group esque as far as like banging on, you know, just right. metal and trash and stuff. So that's fun. Um, and then there used to be, I think there's still a trash can in, electric umbrella that thanks you when you throw your trash away if i i'm not sure if that's still there or not but there used to be the um water fountain outside of uh the bathrooms near uh like kind of going toward the land pavilion mm-hmm. you would take a drink and you'd either hear like gurgling or you'd hear somebody yelling to get them out of the pipes and um it was like I, those kinds of things are what i really miss about when i first started going to Walt disney world just like those things that you never would expect. And especially right. before the internet, they'd just be a complete surprise. And they're just magical. I mean, they're yes. magical yes. little touches. And you're like, wait, did I really just hear that or see that? Who would have thought or, yeah. about the effort to put in a talking water fountain or a talking trash can? And yet there it is. And it's a surprise and delight kind of thing of like, oh, and yes. I don't know what's left of Epcot. When they, uh, when they put, I know yeah, that's true. The, that trash can electric umbrella is not there because electric umbrella is not there anymore. So Fair. I can that's tell you true. that's true. Yes. <laughs> so, that's true. Um, and I don't know what they've cut back on in the water fountains and the extra sounds mm-hmm. and things like that. I feel I think it's been a long time and I I hate to be cynical about it, but um, yeah, those kinds of things don't bring you money or extra people in the park. And I think that that kind of extra surprise and delight is something that is lacking sometimes, not always, but it's not as prevalent, I think, Mm -hmm. as when I first started going, but. Well, and I think for Epcot to me, I I think it also is the, like the, to me, it's my favorite theme songs are in Epcot too. Mm-hmm. And there are great theme songs on all the rides, you know. But when, it, when I think of Epcot, the theme song to Honey, I Shrek the Kids and to Ellen's Energy Adventure, um, to yeah. Finding Nemo, the, the area, the Soarin' theme song is my favorite piece yes, of Disney absolutely. music. Absolutely. Above Especially everything. the original. Yes, yes me the too. original is yep. my favorite favorite piece of disney music it's like therapeutic um, for me it literally it really i can is. listen to it and have like my heart rate slow if i'm anxious mm-hmm. or mad about something it can literally and you can smell the oranges even yes. though you don't have any you're just playing the music and you can still smell them and see mm-hmm. everything it's it's the most brilliant piece of and it's ride so, music i think ever it's so familiar to disney fans because it's to me it's there's something comforting about it and it's not that it's like oh it's such a sweet song and it's so warm and gentle it's more of a you get that feeling when you hear these noises and a lot of the sounds, I mean, you just kind of get that overwhelming feeling of when I hear sore now, I'm just like, I just kind of slump in my seat. I'm you like, can relax. Yeah. Your shoulders this. drop. Yes. And yes, absolutely. Yes. Yes. And I want to yes. lean back and kind of sway back and forth as I'm mm-hmm. it's just so. I was so worried that they wouldn't, I mean, when they changed to Soarin' Around the World, which has its problems of its own, but I wasn't sure. I'm like, they can't really do the same soundtrack, but they can't not do it. I, I think they did a good job with yeah. that, at least, of integrating that into the new soundtrack, but 
the original is just absolutely magical My, for sure. I think everybody's problem with the with the new one is the Leaning Tower of Eiffel and all the other all of those completely sideways. It's just yes. so. I don't know how that was a miss from the Imagineers. I'm not really sure how that, or maybe it was just too far into the process to fix or something. But <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Just, I, I really, they're so bad. <laughs> like I, I think that when they put me in charge of attractions at Disney World, I, I feel like we'll spend the money to build one extra theater and we'll have one theater doing around the world and three theaters doing over California. Yes. And you can choose which one you want to go to. Yes, Experience both. Well, you know. and they bring back, they brought back Soarin' Over California like two or three in months of times yeah. in California. And I know that they, they converted it to digital at Disney World, so mm -hmm. they have the capability of doing yes. that. I don't know why they haven't. I mean, I'm sure it's the whole one-time guest thing versus yeah. pass holders, but I don't know that you're going to make anyone mad by showing Soarin' no. Over California. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, and of course, you got World Showcase, too, and every, you know, every, every oh, pavilion yes. has their own set of sounds because every yep. cult, every pavilion is cultural uh whether you've got china whether you've got japan you've got um you know the frenchman doing the uh, and the france pavilion doing the the chair uh thing the canada the bands with the whistle, over in canada, the mime the with his whistle yes. and yeah. Yep. yeah yep so everything is over there and you've got the the belly dance in morocco and so all the music mm -hmm. that's going on there a lot of music too not just sounds yeah. as well but um voices and I, of liberty is voices I mean, of liberty which is huge yeah. america spread your golden wings and i know a lot of this too because when we're on hold as a travel agent <laughs> you know, yes they play that song all the time a lot a lot yes. there's about it's about a 45 second loop of music and you can tell how long you've been on hold by how long you hear these sounds over and over and what's over. cool about that oh. um on golden dream too is that they have the um different clips from history which is really yes. neat like you hear yeah. the um you hear martin luther king john landing. kennedy yeah. yeah yeah that's pretty cool so it's really really cool and actually on my my facebook memories today um 2014 today was when free dining came out in 2014 uh -huh. and i believe that this is the that was the first year that i experienced full free dining where i had an eight hour and 40 minute hold time oh, for a 20 goodness. minute phone call uh, for a 20-minute conversation wow. with, a, with, a, with, a, with a cast member. And that was my first full experience of free dining. And a lot still, of things you're have changed still a travel agent. I'm still a travel agent, you know, but I remember <laughs> that. I remember waking a up. Person. I think I had woken up early, hopped online, hopped on the phone. My wife went to work. I was like, I'll be done with this by noonish. Give me a shower. And she came home and I was still on the yeah, phone. Yeah, I was going to say, I imagine you were like, I know this is going to take a while. Like you're probably going yep. into it completely prepared for a long wait, I was but like, for like not hours. that long. Yeah. yeah, that's insane. Yeah, but that's, that's so long. That's why you need a travel agent. People you thank your travel that. agents. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, anything else in Epcot off the top of your head? Uh, not specifically, no. I mean, I'm, there are so many things. I mean, we can go attraction by attraction, I'm sure. Yeah, or like you said, the pavilions, just you have yeah. in each pavilion, you have live music, you have some rides, you have, mm -hmm. um, I am, I am looking forward to hearing the, like, what I would consider the theme song of Ratatouille playing when the Ratatouille yeah. attraction opens. That's a really pretty one too. But. I love that. And I don't know the name of the song because I don't speak French, um, but there is a song and I don't know if, I want to say it's the opening, maybe the opening song. It's, it's a female voice and she's singing yes, the French song. Yes, I love yeah. it. I love yeah. that song. Yeah, it's so that's great. One. And it, there's an instrumental version too. They're so beautiful. Yeah, I think that's going to be, it's got to be part of it. So I agree. Yeah. So I'm, hoping, I'm hoping we hear some of that. And then, um, and of course, the monorails, the Port of War. Well, I've got my shirt on. I can never say it. Actually, yes. actually, yes, I actually use that as, a, as an example of. Um, when I'm teaching, when I'm talking to my kids or husband about Spanish grammar, it's a very good mm -hmm. example. There's a lot of different things going on there. So, um, and they all know it. They all know mm -hmm. that like they are doing these complex grammar things like reflexive verbs and they don't even know it, but then I can go back to that word and be like, see, look how they did this here. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big nerd, but <laughs> everyone knows it, whether you know Spanish or not. My dad doesn't know a lick of Spanish. He sings Feliz Navidad every year as um, Feliz Mavi Flop, I think. And like, he doesn't have any interest in learning, but he knows that opening the door spiel every single time so it's that yeah, is that's hilarious uh, that's an obvious one for anybody that's who's fun. been to disney long please stand clear of the doors Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Well, my kid has been watching the monorail and the bus and the Skyway videos yeah. long enough now that he repeats all the spiels. He knows all yep, of them. Yep. Um, he, try, he struggles through the poor favor part, but he gets there, you know, and he'll he'll sit there and do the monorail. Please stand clear of the closing doors. Next yep. stop, the TTC. Next stop, Polynesian. Yep. You know, so just that. And whoever does the narration on that is fantastic because, great. Yeah. you know, it's so legendary now at this point. It's not that it's a great narration. It's just a matter of you know it and you know it yep. so well, yep. you know, um, I don't know what they're going to do in spaceship earth with, uh, with the new narration there. Honestly, I don't know what they're going to do in terms of refurbishing, refurbishing now, cause they were going to close it at the end of May. 
before all of the shutdown right. happened. Yes. Yeah. So I know that Disney's going to have to be very picky and choosy about what they start from here on out for a while. So yeah. they may not even start Spaceship Earth because there's no reason to start it at this point. Well, and I'm I'm anxious, kind of really in a bad way to see what all gets cut because they, yeah. ha- I mean, they admitted on the call that there's obviously huge amounts of money that are no longer going to be available yeah. for all these construction projects, which always happens a little bit. But I think this time, especially with whatever losing $40 yeah. billion, million dollars a day or whatever it is, like they, there's so much that's going to get cut. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, take heart folks, because they are completing what's already been started. They're going to complete Tron. Good, they're going to complete, um, they're going to complete Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Yeah. It's going to get yeah. opened. Uh, the stuff that's already in under progress, underway, especially the that one things you're willing to win. Yeah. They're going to, guardians are going to finish that. They're going to be done with those because they need this for the 50th. Um, yeah. You know, and they may do some, Smaller things. I know they talked about doing the Moana water attraction, which was a more cherry walkthrough. tree lane, like and maybe I, not the attraction, but yeah. Doing and the I feel like some of those theming. wouldn't be yeah. a lot to finish. They probably could do those. Mm-hmm. They may not do the Reflections Resort, which is building a brand new resort. Right, They're going to yeah. finish the Star Wars Resort because it's it's already open or it's yeah, already it's to, halfway yeah. there. Yeah. So all the stuff they've already started, they're going to finish. Um, but my point with Spaceship Earth is they didn't start it, so I don't know because the plan was to completely gut the entire right. attraction and rebuild it from the very very opening all the way up yeah and um i just don't know if they'll do that and are you sure like i I thought that they were originally still doing some construction when it first shut down and then they stopped doing construction so who i mean i don't know for sure what even started because the last day of space of earth was supposed to be like may 26th or 28th or something so and maybe they had started some some small construction around it but the ride was open and running that's true and they wouldn't have necessarily started it because they were shut down because they presumably thought they'd open right. before that and still want it to be open right. yeah i don't know that's interesting oh and my theory see. has been and those listening to the show will know this my theory has been epcot will not open this summer because this is the prime time for them to finish epcot to at least right. get that first part started well, i haven't been in in recent times so i can't tell you but i'm hearing that epcot is a mess at the oh very beginning. even before right. both international gateway and the entry plaza like it's yeah it's just they have to finish that there's yeah. no way that they wouldn't yeah um at least maybe not exactly the way that it was designed they have to mm-hmm. put that back together so or they they you know they spend a month and finish or fix future world and get to that main mm-hmm. part of the construction done and yeah. then you know and just keep it closed off don't do anything with it or get it to the point of almost completion and maybe open it up next year but at least yeah. get the walls down because this is the time to do it why not let's get it done yeah, yeah. So, any Absolutely. other noises sounds things to think about uh, across the park resorts um, disney springs yeah i'm sure there are a lot more on the resorts i kind of um just stuck to originally the monorail loop but i think that both um the hearing the monorail from inside the contemporary like we'll go to chef mickey's or something and Mm -hmm. hearing the monorail kind of wish through there is kind of neat but also the um the grand floridian orchestra and the piano there i think without that i mean the lobby is beautiful but without those pieces of like just beautiful like live instrumental music it wouldn't be the same as it is so those really add to the ambience there a lot um yeah but i'm sure that all the resorts have and the animal kingdom lodge yeah they all have their own like special sound effects and really that comes back down to background music again i think that's you could do multiple shows on just the background music of epcot but you'd have to or of walt disney world but well, you have to things, break a lot of rights and play a lot of stuff you weren't supposed to. Two things I was thinking of is well, it, the Grand Floridian, the Wilderness Lodge, Animal Kingdom Lodge, uh, Polynesia, they all have kind of these grand concourses. Polynesia is not quite as big, but you walk into a lot of those resorts and it's just this grand lobby, yeah, this huge yeah. area. Contemporary has that on the fourth floor. As you're getting off the monorail mm-hmm. or the concourse or whatever, and I feel like there is just a different sound in there. You yeah. walk in there because yeah. you, got the, you have the sound of Chef Mickey. And right next to it is Contempo Cafe. And you've got two gift shops and a market right there. The monorail's going by. All the rooms are up above you. So you hear the people, you know, you hear people talking through there. Yeah. And it's this collection of just noise. And it's just, it's cool. It yeah. really, really yeah. is cool. And you're standing in the contemporary, you know, you walk through the concourse, there's a monorail psh, driving by you there. And you hear the buzz of that. And just, it's, it's a great sound. And the other one is at, at the in Art of Animation Resort, in the Finding Nemo pool, you go underwater, yes. you can hear music. Yes. You can hear yes, sounds so from cool. the movie and music. Yep. Yep. That's very yep. cool. Very, very Yeah, cool. I do remember that. It's been a while um, since I've been there. But I think that was one of the first places I heard of ever having those like underwater mm-hmm. speakers as part of it. Um, we were in Alani and there's like whale sounds and stuff under the water there. But I think that was all after the big well, you were in the ocean jennifer that's why you heard whales no <laughs> you were in the ocean no no i actually didn't hear any whale sounds <laughs> that i know of but um yeah they have different i think that's really cool just it's another one of those surprises like it's completely mm-hmm. unnecessary but you go underwater and you're playing and you're like wait a minute did i just hear 
whatever's happening, this soundtrack, right. I probably just heard it from above the water. And you go down, you're like, no, it's definitely coming crystal clear through the water. Absolutely. That's a really good one. Absolutely. Love well, this it. has been, this has been a great conversation. I love this. So I love fun. talking about it and everything. And, and, uh, you know, we're missing Disney like, like usual. We all are, yes. you know, can't wait to get back and hear all of these sounds. Yeah. So if people want to find you on the line, where would they, where would they go and hunt you up? Or where would they find your, your, your incredible writing? You're a great writer, by the way. Uh, love reading. Thank you. Stuff, so. Thank you. I, I, I still enjoy it when I get time to do it, but, um, so yeah, the website, my writing and things like that, most of which is, uh, at delightful.life and, um, then on Twitter at JN Kaufman and place I hang out if I'm online. We'll, uh, we'll refrain from playing your old podcast theme song. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) Thanks, Jennifer. Thank you. What a great conversation with Jennifer. Jen, thanks so much for coming on and talking to us and everything. And we'll see you on the uh, we'll see you on the other side of 100. As of course you may have seen, I've been saying coming soon. I've been you know kind of teasing this coming up. Well, folks, starting not next week but the week after, starting on May 21st, you will be listening to me in a different podcast. It's called the Main Street Electrical podcast my friend jennifer is going to come on with me and we're going to be co-hosting this show together it's a partnership 50 50 right now you know i lead the show and whoever comes on as a guest is kind of my guest and they come on and they leave Jennifer and I are doing this thing together. Uh, the Main Street Electrical Podcast will be starting at May 21st. Now, th- for those of you who are subscribed to this show, who if you've subscribed to the show, you don't have to do a single thing. This feed on your on your whatever Spotify podcast, whatever you're listening to, it will change over to that. So don't think you have to do a thing. You don't. Just let it ride. You'll look on your iTunes or your Spotify or whatever one day, and you'll see the new artwork, and the new show will load, and you'll go from there. If you haven't downloaded and subscribed, go ahead and down do that now as we're uh, we're kind of getting everything set up for the transition over to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. What's the new show going to be about? I will tell you. It is going to be about simply Disney and Universal and magic. It's going to be kind of a pop culture-y kind of show, kind of like this one, uh, kind of the same format, but we'll have two people there instead of just one. We'll be talking some Disney news. We'll talk Disney rumors. We'll talk Disney movies. We'll be talking about the music. We'll be talking about the fun and the memories and the magic. Uh, we'll throw some Harry Potter in there. We'll have some special episodes, some special guests, uh, which is great because Jen and I pooling our resources together. We've got some great names coming up for you that we're pretty sure we're going to be able to get on the show, so we're really excited about that. Uh, we're going to try to kick off episode one or two or three with some pretty big names right off the bat go ahead and set that bar high so we can't reach the bar again for the subsequent episodes but we hope we're going to have a good time with it we hope you have a good time with it and uh, we're going to finish up this magic on a dollar podcast next week with episode 100 um it's kind of a roundabout show kind of a closing down show kind of closing shop kind of thing we'll get to that though that's next week uh go on and find me MagicOnADollar.com. Find me on Facebook magic on a dollar find me on twitter and on instagram and on youtube and on tiktok Yes, that's right, TikTok. Find me on all those places, Magic on a Dollar. And also find me, Disney, on a Dollar on Facebook as well. I'd love to come talk to you over there. Uh, at, you know, We're still doing trips. We're still booking. When you are ready to travel, we are ready to send you there. When you're ready to travel, not now, maybe not any time in the future, but when you're ready. I'm, I'm ready to get you going. So there there you go. There's your show. There's your episode. Hope you enjoyed this last part of the Census series and the Magic on a Dollar podcast. You guys have a great week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Wash your hands. And don't forget to thank a Phoenician. Thanks for listening. Continue the conversation by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Magic on a Dollar. Facebook at Disney on a Dollar. And of course, magicondollar.com. See you real soon.